Yeah! I just kept pushing that slider all the way up That's right. on vocals. Yep. Because why not? You just ride it up to the top. That's, That's right. That's what we do here. We don't do sound checks. Hell no. The only sound checks we make are when we eat the cereal. Yeah. Checks. That's in, it's a crunching sound because I don't eat it with milk. Oh, fuck yeah. That's right. That's how little of an F we give. Hell yeah. Who has time for milk? I'm living on the edge. My extreme lifestyle. I only I I have a proprietary mixture I use of um, G Fuel mm-hmm. and vodka. Okay, and checks because like I need to condense. I don't have time to get fucked up and eat. No, I have to. That's right. Smash those together. Get fucking tough. Uh, I uh, a friend of mine, uh, a former roommate of mine. Once tried to stir Metamucil into vodka and it didn't dissolve. Oh, I, <laughs> he liked two things. <laughs> he wanted to mash them together for his extreme lifestyle, <laughs> but it just didn't work it out. Sounds like yeah, sometimes too extreme. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. We're here. It's the show after the show that we do, uh, where you can. Hear your voice on a podcast as if that was a difficult thing to do. I think everyone has their own podcast now, right? Yeah. Everyone has their own podcast wherein they have made the joke about how everyone has their own podcast. Yeah. I mean, you should listen to my podcast. Everyone has their own podcast. Uh, I refuse to listen to it. I subscribe to it, though. So you're still getting. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Our advertisers love it. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, no, you can uh, set us, you can get uh, get on with us using the information on your screen if you're live with us here. If you're listening after the fact, we have a phone number you can call uh, and we'll, uh, we're still pulling those calls together, but one of these days, you can uncork the phone calls and it's going to get wild. Um, let's get into it. I've got some questions here. Ben is going to line up some questions from the other stuff. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, our uh, advanced. Uh, this is our advanced call tech. For okay, the yeah, week. okay. I like the call tech. It's good. Uh, Mousetrap asks, "Have you avoided Dragon Ball Z or super spoilers for the remaining of the series? Do you really care?" I care, but I don't. I don't know. Like a you know near term stuff. I don't want to know about because I'm about to watch it. But like stuff in the overall grand scheme of things, I've seen numerous times over the course of us doing that anime podcast. Of people going like, oh my god, I can't believe they got spoiled on this stuff. And and we did that game tapes where I watched that uh, that interview with the voice actors and stuff. And they had talked a little bit about some stuff that I hadn't seen yet. I don't remember what any of that was. I've already forgotten it. Yeah. Like, I, it's... It's just non. When you don't have the context, it's just nonsense. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's the thing that pisses me off the most about people when spoilers come up. Is, is, is the minute someone writes, oh my god, that's a big spoiler. They have ruined it for people. Especially in a case where something is like kind of lightly talking around a moment in a careful way that is clever enough to where people who know what you're talking about will know what you're talking about. People who don't know won't be spoiled because they don't they won't process that as a big deal. But then someone has to fuck it all up by going like, that's a huge spoiler right there. And then everything sucks from there on out. And that's the internet, basically. Uh, let's see what else we got here. A very astute question from Bryn here who says, a guy messaged me on the site asking me to submit a question on his behalf because he thinks I can somehow get questions in. 
Is there perhaps some means by which he could submit the question ahead of time, maybe even leave a voicemail? <laughs> yes. Yes. There is. Thank you for the question. Um, Perfington wants to know if we're going to get a giant bomb flag in Rocket League. No plans. Uh, they they reached out around the time that game was coming out, and uh, I was not really into the idea of doing it. So that's that's that. Uh, let's see here. Samurai uh, Garen says I bought Drop Mix when it was on sale recently for a big discount. Did you ever get into it? I think it's really neat. Uh, no, I played it on a rooftop and uh before it came out and wasn't especially into it other than the tech of put the cards on the thing and then it makes the mashup happen but the actual card game itself is super not my thing on account of it's a card game um <clears throat> and uh yeah I, I didn't didn't much care for it uh other than the it, it was kind of a cool thing uh I almost did buy it though. I saw it was on sale. It was a Best Buy. I think might've had it for 30 bucks or something like that. And I was like, that's a good price. And then I started adding it to a cart and I was like, but it's not quite a good enough price, I guess. So I, I ended up uh, passing on it. Uh, we'll see. Um, let's see. You want to take a call? Yeah, let's take a call. All right. We got a caller on the line. Hello caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, it's uh, Addison from Missouri. Hi, Addison. What's on your mind? Uh, so I uh, this is my first after show. Usually I'm at work during them. Um, so that means uh, I have today off. Nice. And I've uh, been spending this afternoon um, off as you usually do, uh, day drinking. And um, Good call. I, <laughs> I was just a... Uh, just, you know, drunk shaving like you do. Mm-hmm. And um, I just was thinking about how much I really just do not like shaving. And it just sucks. Shaving is bad and is I don't like it. So I was wondering what were some just kind of monotonous daily tasks that you guys wish you could just do away with and not have to ever worry about again. Yeah, that's uh, shaving's probably on that list. Thanks for the call, Addison. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, get He's too coherent. I he had a he was coherent, but I could tell it was he was using a hundred percent of yeah, his focus to just like keep it. Yeah, like, keep it <laughs> like he was using like, all of his energy. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, shaving's probably a good. Is one. that number one? Driving, uh, commuting. Driving. Oh yeah, I mean, is, you you're, is the is probably the biggest one. Yeah, I. My commute's a little easier because I don't have to focus. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a similar amount of time, but it's less of like, oh, I'm, I mean, driving on the highway isn't like, you know, the most Yeah, I don't demanding. have to focus. I should. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just on a train. I don't, I don't yeah. have to do shit yeah. uh, except be wary. <laughs> right. Yes. Worry about train problems. Um, yeah, I get, I, uh, shaving was a big one for me until I stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, 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 that's great but you know i still got to do work to my neck and trim this down every so often so that it stays looking like not a beard mm-hmm. i would hate for it to be mistaken for genuine facial hair yeah uh, that would just be the worst so keep it looking shitty uh that's my motto number one honestly dishes man yeah fucking dishes fucking dishes like not only the eating off of but the i do a lot of cooking mm-hmm. i do a lot of cooking and so doing 
just having oh, to clean yeah. every time I cook is a nightmare. Mm. And it would I would cook every meal of every day if I didn't have to worry about cleaning up. Would you ever consider transitioning half of your dishes into disposable dishes? Yes. Yeah. Just I would start, strongly consider you, you that. Start living the paper plate lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, plates are nice. If I'm cooking something really nice, sure. Yeah, if you if presentation is at all a factor, then but yeah. like scrambled eggs, right? Throw that fucker on a napkin if I could. You know, honestly, I should. Like, Why don't I just put it on? A you could just put it on a napkin. You could use a paper plate. Then you know, there's there are environmental concerns about that. I put it on a tortilla. Okay, yeah, and just eat it. So yeah, I'm a big fan of of that type of stuff. Of just like if you put it on something edible that is a container in and of itself, problem solved. Or you could, if you're only cooking for yourself, let's say, uh, you could just live the dream and just eat it out of the pan. <laughs> just never transfer it out. Yeah. And, uh, and that's one fewer thing you're dirtying. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Goji asks favorite and least favorite jelly bean flavors. I just I, jelly beans are just kind of gross. What the consistency of them really puts me off. Oh, There's they're a, so good. It's hard and then soft. Yeah, and sometimes that's okay. But I they're usually they're right there with gummy food with me, where I don't like gummy bears or gummy worms or gummy <laughs> tentacles. You know, whatever you got. Like it's just not for me. Um. I don't think I ever told this story, but I, I've kind of sworn off gummies. Uh, it was two years ago. No, maybe three now. It was the date was 420. Um, and I wasn't even I, I didn't partake on that day. I was just going from home from work and mm-hmm. I stopped by the mall in Japantown and they have these little gummies that are these Japanese gummies. Yeah. And. You know how uh, it was like a funny prank to send a bunch of diet gummy bears to somebody because it make you have really bad diarrhea? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I never knew that. Um, and I ate a lot of these gummy bears uh-huh. and ended up passing out on the toilet uh, awesome. from a gas blockage and went oh, to the ER. Gosh, less, yeah. less awesome. No, like I woke up on the floor of the bathroom at 4 a.m., and was like, oh, you have to take me to the hospital. And they were all convinced that I had just been like stoned. Like it was there because yeah, yeah. the emergency room was full of people for the various 420 related injuries. And I was just like, I ate too many gummy bears. And then I threw up there and then felt better. Huh. Like I didn't need anything. I just needed to like right pass just it, get it out. But it was so scary that I've since then not eaten a gummy. Yeah, that, a gummy. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Costco used to sell, um, they were called sorbies and, uh, the main, one of the main ingredients in sorbies, they were just like a little hard candies. Maybe they were gummy actually. They, they were, maybe they were a little soft, but anyway, they were little fruit candies. Sorbies, the main ingredient in them was sorbitol, which as I understand it is the same thing that's going to be in like a diet gummy okay, or like a diet cherry Coke. Mm. There's a little bit of the, the, this sorbitol in it. Maybe not diet cherry Coke, but maybe like a diet cherry cola. Um, and, uh, you know, my mom would get those from Costco. And one time I just fucking housed a whole fucking bin of those things. And sorbitol, as it turns out, is uh, 
uh, does exactly what you said the gummies did. And so I had a problem. Yeah. I ran into that same problem drinking the largest diet cherry soda I had ever drank uh, while I was in a band and we were on the road and we were playing a show in what was basically a barn somewhere in Central California. I don't know, fucking Mantique, no, uh, you know, uh, Modesto or something, somewhere around that area, somewhere around the middle of nothing. Uh, some barn. And then next to the barn was a mini golf course. And the mini golf course had a, a fountain, a soda fountain. So me and, and one of the guys I was with, we went and got the biggest diet cherry Cokes we could get, pounded those things. And, uh, a similar effect was had by drinking that much, I uh, presumably by drinking that much diet cherry Coke, maybe there's something contaminated in their stuff. Cause we both, we both ran into some issues anyway. Not fun, but fun indeed. <laughs> uh, do you have another call over there? I do. Let's hear it. Hello, caller. You're on the line. What's your name and where are you? Hi, this is Bob from Florida. Hey, Bob. Jeff, you were talking about seeing pop and music at the anime convention. That reminded me that all those Konami B-Money games are not actually licensed for anywhere outside of Japan, but there are a lot of those machines around. Yeah. Like, my local arcade just got a Beatmania 2DX machine, and they're paying some weird underground company money to run the server so when the, when the machine starts, it can ping that server and actually run the game. So do you know of any, like, other weird arcade workarounds that people have had to do for that kind of thing in the past? Yeah, that's a good question. Thanks uh, thanks for your call, Bob. Yeah, that's uh, the shadowy underworld of Bimani stuff is um, a fascinating one. Because, yeah, the newer machines, there are some newer DDRs and, and Beatmania and stuff like that that really, that yeah, they require internet access. They hit a server. Uh, they have DRM, so you know, like there are songs that could be unlocked on the machine and stuff like that. that I think the operators have to pay for, so they're using this yeah. to prevent you from There's doing updates. I'm sure yeah, that yeah. Like, require. And so, yeah, uh, it's you know, people have found a workaround for that stuff and have found a way to basically bootleg some of those machines. But I think some of them are legit. Didn't round one get a license? To, I think so. Aren't they like the only legal? That's why. Place? Yeah, they always have the most up to date. Yeah, stuff. Um, is because they're le- they are legally licensed to have those newer machines in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, since as far back as I can remember, arcade machines have been regioned uh, in in that sometimes when you turn them up, they have a me- turn them on, they have a message saying this machine was built for use in the United States. Using it outside the United States is illegal, and and vice versa. Like this was built for use in Japan or Southeast Asia or, or whatever, and use outside of those territories. A lot of Capcom games would say that uh, on boot in the eighties and nineties. Um, and part of that's just licensing deal stuff back then because they, you know, in some cases like, oh, we granted a U.S. license for this game to Romstar and they put out the game in the States. Capcom didn't put it out themselves. And so that means if you have a Capcom made speed rumbler machine in the U in Japan, in the U.S., you imported it and it's in violation of their licensing agreement and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, who gives a shit with the, the newer stuff where they're actually like hacking DRM and stuff. That's at some point basically piracy um and uh yeah i don't know the 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 part where it gets nefarious to me or extra nefarious i guess is when you are paying someone to keep your bootleg thing running 
Like that's then like a next that's a that's an extra level of crime involved at some point. <laughs> yeah. That's crime two. That's where like corporations will get involved and be like, okay, someone else is we making turning money a blind eye before Yeah. Your gray market thing, okay, this is now a black market thing. We need to talk. And by talk, I mean we're gonna bash up your machine with a baseball bat. Uh but yeah, I don't know. There there are a lot of um there are a lot of cases like that. So the, the thing that you run into now is that most arcade machines are just running on PCs. Um, huh. And so if you have all these Windows-based devices running arcade content, there are going to be people that spend a lot of time hacking on those games to get them to just run on regular-ass Windows. Uh, and there are people out there like running fucking Patreons for this process. Uh and and taking money for it and that seems a little iffy to me um there was a case where so you know sometimes game updates uh this this happened for pinball machines a lot uh but i it happens occasionally with arcade games too i guess nowadays uh where a company will just post rom updates on their website because what are you going to do especially in a case of a pinball machine what the fuck are you going to do with a rom update for a pinball machine uh if you don't have the pinball machine right the answer is someone's going to build an emulator and then wire it up to a fake pinball machine and then you're going to be able to go download the ROMs from the website and download the fake pinball machine from some other weird forum and hook it all together and go like, wow, this is actually a pretty good huh. bootleg, fake, cool digital pinball thing. Yeah. Um, but Sega posted uh, an update for it's whatever the current Daytona is, Daytona 3 or whatever they actually call it, um, the current Daytona arcade game. They posted a downloadable, executable updater for the arcade machine. So the idea would be you download it, put it on a USB, and load it into your arcade machine and, and update the ROM, you know, update the software to the latest version. It was the full game in this update. So you could go to Sega's website, download this update, and unpack the entire game to your hard drive. Now, getting it to actually run, that's where you start have to hacking on it because it uses a hardware dongle. So you have to figure out how to bypass the security of the hardware dongle. And then at that point, you can't, how do you wire up the controls? Cause it uses a steering wheel. It's not using basic steering wheel inputs and all this other stuff. How do you, how do you hack that to work with an Xbox controller? And sure enough, uh, people worked on, on that stuff a lot. I don't know if they ever got it to be playable, but like that sort of stuff goes on now, uh, to where people are just bootlegging arcade games to play, be played on the PC. Uh, because a lot of arcade machines are just PCs. And it's fascinating to me to see that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Uh, let's see here. Dave 42 has, 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 have you seen the Bimani Parapara game? My local arcade has the second edition and it's wild. It acts similar to the Sega activator with hand movements. Yeah, that's uh yeah, Para, love- Para paradise. You go above and below the, the sensor. Yeah. Yeah. That's old. Uh, I, I saw those in Japan years, years, years ago. The new one, the new hot one is sound Voltex. That's the one with the Q, the, the screen of cubes, right? Uh, or no, sound Voltex is no, the one with the, it's the like a spinner spaceship and yeah, like dials. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that I haven't seen in any of the the current crop of rhythm games in arcades in person. That stuff all looks really cool, though. Uh, my understanding is we have a call. That is true. We have a caller with us right now. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's uh, Jack from DC. Hey, Jack. What's uh, what's on your mind? 
So basically, my question is about uh, the kind of the cost of game engines and how it might relate to development. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to your E3 coverage, when you had Warren Spector on, he kind of seduced me back into the immersive sim genre. And I've been playing them nonstop since E3. Uh, but the struggles of that genre have been kind of very well uh, explained, especially with cost, uh, with Deus Ex, Mankind Divided kind of going away and then Prey, I think has struggled quite a bit as well. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how the reduction in cost of game engines, licensable game engines like Unreal and um, Unity might help resuscitate interest in types of games that have a lot less commercial appeal, um, particularly ones that have quite big cult followings. Right, yeah. That's a that's a good question. Thanks for your call. I think it has, I mean, I, I bet that like, you know, if if licensing fees for engines were still huge, it would probably impact a lot of the smaller games we're seeing. You know, the the companies that are going to make investments in in a game like Deus Ex and stuff like that, like, you know, the the additional cost of an engine license is is probably in a lot of cases already taken out of the equation because they've they've already done a larger umbrella deal with the engine in question uh at the studio level to where they like that you know it's it's not something they really have to think about they can kind of go like oh what's the best tools for the job this one might technically cost a little bit more because we have to kick off some money to epic or or whatever uh or back how it used to be but um i think the you generally see those sorts of things probably impact uh independent developers uh and that's why you know i mean the the engine fights were you know hey unity was uh extremely affordable for developers and at 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 a point that started maybe impacting and i don't know for sure but you know when you look at what epic did it probably did uh, you know it, it probably impacted epic's licensing business and they weren't able to compete on mobile or on uh these these smaller independent games so you know epic had to change its licensing terms to become more friendly for that type of small development. So I don't know that you would necessarily see something like that impact, um, you know, a, a, a new Deus Ex or something like that. You know, that that's money that Square is going to invest one way or the other. And the, the engine costs are not so much that it's uh, going to impact. The, it, it, if the engine cost impacts that game one way or the other, then it's probably riding too thin of a margin to be justifiable anyway. Uh, so where you really see it probably is on the, the smaller stuff. Like, you know, if they had to pay big terms to license an engine for something like, uh, underworld ascendant, maybe that game would be harder to justify making, you know, if, if they had to lay out a bunch of costs, uh, on that stuff up front. Uh, so those terms have probably helped with games like that. That's my guess. Um, let's see here. What do we got? Corey, Corey says, I'm watching this live while I'm on the clock at work. Am I a criminal? Yeah, but a cool one. Yeah, you're a cool criminal. Like uh, Robin Hood or uh, John Gotti. Yeah. Same person. John yeah. Gotti is Geohots. I, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. I did, but I only knew that because I watched the documentary recently. Cool. Um, Gotti. You gotta, you gotta see it is what their tagline is. And yeah. then after the all the bad reviews came out, they're like, Gotti, uh, you gotta see it still. Gotti, get our investment back on this one. <laughs> I- it was such a weird marketing blitz of just like, 
No, but you be the judge. You know, we we know all these people said that our movie was shit, but uh, you're smarter than the critics. It's always like the last desperate attempt of just like, uh, I even got a movie pass. Like the the you know, I have movie pass, and so I'll get emails once in a while about like, oh, I'll go see this movie or yeah. whatever. Um, and the gaudy one was like, see one of the most talked about movies of the year. Do you know why movie pass did that? What? No, because they invested in that movie. Really? Yeah. Movie pass ah. ventures. I'm actually, I was, I was pulling that up right now. Uh, they have an equity stake in Gotti. Ah, uh, that's, you know, raising their funding, trying to find a way to stay afloat or stay relevant yeah. or you know, whatever, as they go through the thing, they totally have a stake in the movie Gotti. Boy. Follow the money. I feel man. bad. Follow the money. Uh, I guess I guess I got in after Gotti was made, so I didn't support Gotti. Yeah. Maybe you're helping them recoup. Um That's what happens when I watch season one and two of Twin Peaks again. Doe still and ask, why have you not fixed that dot on the wall behind you? It's because I don't have any fucking paint. <laughs> it's not a it's not like a wipe off, it's a chip in the paint. No, but fix it. I don't have fuck. I don't have any fucking paint. What the fuck am I? Get like a. I mean, this is the same color. As, just scrape some off, like over here, and uh-huh. tape it on. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. Uh. Let's see. What else we got? A lot of criminals in chat. Yeah, Wolfman three four eight three says, "Where's fog gone in video games?" Once used to hide load in, it feels like it could be due for a comeback. Thoughts? Do you miss fog in video games? When we were playing Murder Island yesterday and we got that foggy yeah. map, it did give me, I was like, oh, it was like a familiar right, thing yeah. that I kind of haven't experienced in a while. If you like fog, might I recommend Defiance 2015. <laughs> really? Uh, it, it's the original version seems like the draw in fo- the fog is a little closer in, uh, but it seems like maybe the draw distance is slightly pushed out in it, but it's still areas of it. I'm like, this seems, this seems a little overly foggy. I don't know. Um, fog of war sucks. And I'm glad that's not a thing as much, but yeah, just regular ass. I love the fog in real life. Yeah, me too. I like what it does to sound. Yeah. Way to knock down a sound and just kind of deaden everything. It's kind of cool. Enmer uh, Bifly says, y'all have any fondness for Descent? Have you peaked at Overload? It's basically Descent 4, but came out pre-E3 and no one noticed. I, play, I, I played a little bit of Overload. Yeah, I uh, I saw the new Descent at E3. Yeah. Um. Which is this very very short demo I shot like four or five robots mm-hmm. it's fucking descent man it is like it, 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 there's really no other games that I at least that I see that play like it you know where you it's just check like, out this overload that's okay. out on steam uh it's 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 another one of those yeah uh it, it seems reasonably well done uh I've only played like the first little bit of it so maybe I'm wildly wrong but it kind of has that going for it i don't know i i loved all three of the descent games descent three for life uh but i don't know like like so part of me says like oh man i would love to play a new descent but every time anyone makes a new descent 
and there have been a handful of them over the years of, of companies going like, we're bringing back that Descent style gameplay. It's just never worked. <laughs> like, I liked Descent so much that I also liked Forsaken. Oof. Yeah, man. I didn't like Descent that much. Um, yeah, Forsaken had issues. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The, the new crop of Descent style games over these last uh, couple of years here just haven't really done much for me. And and I'm not 100% sure why, if I've just grown out of it, or maybe it's just always those feelings that, uh, hey, this game is still in early access, and I just, I don't know, it feels rough, and maybe I should wait. Oh, no, wait, it's just rough. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what's the most overused IP in gaming, asks Foot Munch, and then gives a suggestion star wars Mm. nascar no i don't know uh nfl yeah there you go uh star wars i don't know like i I feel like they aren't necessarily they're they are still careful about star wars games to a certain extent not to say that they have all been good or acceptable uh because the but the way they've fucked up has not necessarily been uh, you know, uh, squarely the problem with the game itself. Um, My answer is Lego. Yeah, that's a good that that's that's a good one. But mostly because I don't like those games. Yeah, and, well, mo- I feel like mostly because they're all the same game. Yeah, that's yeah. It's just reskinned, and you know, I'm sure there's Re-Lego minor differences from there one are, to another. In terms of just like, oh, how, here's how many characters you can swap to, or or whatever. But at the know. core of it, you're playing yeah. that same Lego different game. ability. Like this one's got a grappling hook. This one's got stretchy arm. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, Star Wars. I guess I don't really care one way or the other because I, I just never really cared much about the Star Wars films. So when there are good Star Wars games, I will play them, but they're not necessarily that many, I guess. Um, Alea asks, why is Sega making a Sonic the Hedgehog branded kitchen toaster? Has memeing gone too far? I don't think that's necessarily a meme. That's just, hey, Sonic the Hedgehog licensed goods. Unless yeah. there's a Sonic Toast meme that I'm like the nineties up on. The nineties were rife with this exact thing. Yeah, this isn't a new idea, but the way that it's marketed is very modern and memey. Yeah, where like you get the Sonic Twitter account making some joke about toast. Yeah, it says Sonic the Hedgehog colon the coast is toast, <laughs> and it's a picture of the toaster. On the beach. You know what I never understood? What? Uh, there's that Dr. Seuss book that's about the the better butter battle. And it's about like two nations that one likes their toast butter side up and the other one likes it upside down. And basically the moral of the story is they're the same and it's just this minor difference and they've gone to war over it. But who? why would you put toast butter side down? Why would anyone like hang their toast upside down to eat it? What possible? That doesn't make any sense. And the, the 
like I would not go to war with people who put their toast butter side down. I would just not, I would just be like, I'm going to keep these people at arm's length because they're up to something. Yeah. So it's more of just a general distrust based on yeah. this one terrible life. Definitely. Decision. It'd be like, cause the minute you set it down, you should realize what you did. <laughs> yeah. The minute you set that fucking piece of toast down, butter side first and just like get a plate full of fucking butter instead of a mouthful of butter. You should go like, oh, there's got to be a better way. Think about it. When you drop your toast, which side do you want it to land on? The the bottom. The, the bottom. The not buttered the side. The not buttered side. Yeah. that's That seems like it should be common sense. And so that's why I would be like, these people yeah. have a thing going on yeah. uh, that I don't want to be a part of. If they want to put their toast butter side down, go for it. I'm not going to be a party to it. And if someone asks me how I feel about it, I'm going to be sure to tell them. Um, hmm. I don't really know that I have uh, it's, it's skill-based casino gaming. Uh, Baka Yainal, let's say. I'm just going to, we'll just move on. Um, <laughs> What is the staff's opinion on skill-based casino gaming? There's currently a cart-based arcade cabinet currently testing in Vegas. Huh. I don't know if that's like a go-kart or a Mario Kart or like cart meaning like the actual open-wheel racing cart series or what or whatever. I would, I don't know. I would give it a shot. I'm instantly more suspicious of that than any just straight up like, oh, you have a 45% chance to win. Right. Sort of. Uh game of chance i feel like anything that claims to be a skill-based casino game is lying yes like i I inherently distrust the whole concept like sure maybe if you're the top 50 in the world for this game you would come out ahead of like versus playing blackjack or something yeah but yeah that's i don't trust that illmatic king asks what are your thoughts on drake's new album favorite album rap album of the past say five years which i don't know if, if he's trying to say that the drake album is his favorite rap album of the past five years or if he's asking what our favorite rap album of the past five years is have you listened to the new drake i have not i've heard my i i played dota with some teens mm. and i heard them singing a lot of it really yeah but uh i've not heard the song Z- myself yeah i think it is aggressively mediocre i think it is uh not his best work it is double album length and uh double albums in hip-hop traditionally have been uh pretty weak but i don't know that i would say you could make one good full-length single album out of this either uh it's bad favorite album of the last five years Mm. I really like the was it coloring book was the chance yeah, to rapper yeah yeah that's good I really like that one I don't listen to a lot of hip hop but I think those Kendrick Lamar albums were real real good oh yeah yeah uh, did all the those recent ones did Good Kid Mad City come out in the last five years or is that older than that that's probably the one I would pick um, but that might be too slightly too old um. Oh, in terms of the skill-based uh, arcade games, it says here Space Invaders, Frogger, and Deal or No Deal are also currently available. Deal or No Deal is not a skill-based game. Yeah. 
The only skill is fucking getting up there and not getting creeped out by Howie Mandel. Yeah, no, that's not a skill I possess. Uh, let's see here. Joe Motiki says apple cores shouldn't be eaten, right? I don't know. We I don't know that we need. That I don't know that we need to relitigate that after yesterday. But maybe just for the record, we should just state it up front. Don't eat apple cores. You shouldn't eat them. You can eat them. You, you can shouldn't eat, eat a lot them. of things that you shouldn't eat. I could eat this can. I don't. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I could. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I could. There's no way you would get through. You would, like, you would psych yourself up trying to take one bite for 45 minutes. Uh huh. You would do it, and then you'd stop because your teeth would hurt. I'm saying I could in a theoretical sense. No, you can't. I I don't think you could. I don't think you physically have it in you to eat that can. I'm more meaning one could. A person could. Eat <laughs> I don't think this they can. could. I don't think. <sighs> That's. If you hashtag can eating challenge on YouTube, uh, I'm sure you'll see a lot of uh, a lot of that. I'm going to look up eating an aluminum can. Aluminum can tabs still pose health risks, says WebMD in 2009. Uh, here we go. YouTube, eat a Coke can. <laughs> That's just a guy putting a Coke can in his mouth. He's not actually eating it. This is still... This is something else, though. Oh, gosh. This is an old video, too, so it's... You so know, it's got to be real. dead. It's a, it's, a, it's a man with a very stretchy mouth that he can fit a Coke can in, and I'm not... I'm going to say don't go watch that. Not that it's like porny or any. Well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what is and isn't porny. That's for you to decide. I used to be able to fit my fist in my mouth. The, what happened? I don't know. Did your fist get too big? Mm, I don't. I haven't tried. Maybe the the muscles got. Mm, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shimdog says the culling two came out today. What is that? The Culling uh, is a Battle Royale style game that has been around for some time. I believe it was, it's pre-PUBG, if I remember right. And they put out a sequel to it. It was a lower player count um, and had a, a bit of a crafting thing going on, if I remember correctly. And yes, I, I heard they were making some kind of sequel to The Culling, which, I don't know. That's a... Uh, Reviews right now are very negative on Steam. Yeah. I guess I'm not surprised by that. I didn't much care for the culling. Okay, all the reviews say, this isn't the culling I know and love. This is a cheap cash grab at PUBG. Okay, so it's it's them so, going, yeah. it's it's them saying like, man, we did this Battle Royale stuff kind of first, or we did, at least we did it before this thing got big, but after the guy made the other stuff. So we're we were in the middle of that zone there, and now... They're just trying to make one of those. That makes sense. I, I, I can't blame them. Um, HK Ultra Blizzard with some... This is less of a question and more of an informative fact that I'm going to present to you. Uh, I, I don't know why uh, this, this information is coming our way, but I'm just going to pass it along here. Yeah. Did you know you can smoke weed out of an apple and then eat the apple? Um, I did know that. Yeah. Uh, 
I never, I never was interested in, in eating the apple. And, uh, you know, I was in college once. I've smoked weed out of an apple. I'll say that on mm. tape. But the idea of, like, smoke passing through something and, and eating Isn't that. Isn't that the whole point of a bong, though, is that the smoke passes through the water and is cooled and easier to smoke? Yeah. And that's why people are like, oh, man, we, we filled the bong full of whipped cream. and We're doing whipped cream hits over here. and. Yeah. Like whatever other dumb shit. Like we put vodka in the bong. Right. But I mean, so the apple, you know, it has that like, I get, I, I couldn't, unless you put two smoking devices next to each other, I probably couldn't tell you the difference right, right. out the bat. But like that, you don't eat the bong, you don't drink the bong water afterwards. I mean, you trick someone into doing it. Like I don't, I've even, never been in a situation where I, I, I don't want to be near weed being smoked in any form really, but I will happily try to convince <laughs> someone that they should drink the bong water. Turns out it's also easier to do if you get them very high off a of bong hit. Turns out works out real well. <laughs> uh, I have definitely seen someone oh, attempt to drink God. bong water in multiple. Okay. I've seen someone be egged on to drink it multiple times. And it is, uh, God, it is always fantastic. Um, I ate an apple core in Boy Scouts, like to get a badge. Yeah, about I was like, hey, you know, you could do this. That and seems like some hazing type shit. Or it, what? Wait, what was the badge? It was like survivalist. Yeah, it was you learned like, how to eat shit you sh- shouldn't eat, yep, but can exactly. Okay. I run the Boy Scouts now. Uh, uh, well, I guess we've done this to ourselves. Fist Plaps says, I had a friend who put nearly every liquid into a bong, including milk, and drink it every time. It sounded rancid. Every liquid? Because there are a lot of liquids. What's your favorite liquid? Liquid snake. Uh... Yeah, no, don't drink. Don't drink it. Don't. Don't. Don't use anything except water. It's not cool or innovative. Distilled water, man. It's got to be pure. Otherwise, pH you get, it was, balanced. Yeah, don't put the impurities in your system. Smoke the There's clean. fluoride bong. in the bongs. <laughs> Is this bong plastic? Because it's got BPAs in it. I can't. I can't use this bong. I know it's shaped like the Starship Enterprise, but we can't use it if it's plastic. I use the glass ones, space age polymers, something nice. You ever see somebody using a, like one of those really tall bongs in real life? Yeah. Those are, yeah. Like, those always looked cool. It was like someone standing like halfway up a yeah. flight of stairs. I ended up at a party. It was this, again, this is when I was in a band and we played a show and went to, and they were like, oh, you coming to the party after? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And it was just some dude's house. And a lot of people from the band Siren was, were there. If you remember that, you probably don't. Yeah, no. I guess it's probably before your time. Uh, but they were from the area. The lead singer was a substitute teacher. <laughs> cool. Um, and they made sandwiches during their show and gave it out to the kids at the show. It was nice. Um, and yes, someone had a comically large uh, weed smoking apparatus. Water pipe, I believe, is the sure. legal term. Uh, yeah, and they were like standing halfway up a flight of stairs. Uh, to to for for the smoke weed. I love to grow. smoke some tobacco out of a five foot long prop pipe. Okay, you're allowed to shop here. Thank you for stating that up front. <laughs> I guess no one will ever know that in this state ever again. Yeah, prop, presumably, like they used to have like oh these 
like signs up at the store that says these water pipes are for smoking tobacco only. Yeah, and they'd have to very loud like if you said anything about weed, they would have to be like, "Hey, this is a this is an establishment. You cannot you cannot use weed in these pipes." That's right. Don't even think about it. It'll it'll break the pipe and your soul. Uh Yeah, now you just I mean, there's still, I'm sure there's still places that are, that have like signs like that up yeah, and probably. stuff, but as time goes on, it's going to, yeah, like the, the facade is, is gone. I remember, uh, again, when I was in a band, we were playing here and we were playing, um, in the hate where we were playing. I forget the name of the place. Is it bottom of the hill? Is that, is that over in the hate? Yeah. Okay. We were playing bottom of the hill and across the street, there was a convenience store that was just straight up selling crack pipes <laughs> and, uh, same guy who had the uh, the diet cherry soda problem with me was obsessed with the idea of buying a crack pipe. He's like, I just want to own a crack pipe. He's like, that's the most <laughs> really funny. Looking back on it, maybe the most suburban thing we could have ever said. Aloud, <laughs> like, yeah, no, we should probably get a crack. Yeah, um, I don't think he ended up with one. I forget how it went. Uh, Silver Streak with the good point. Please don't eat apple cores. Apple seeds are literally poisonous. They contain cyanide. It's true. But not necessarily in a not quantity that's going to... But if you eat you. enough of them... Yeah. You know, any, but if you, if you eat enough of anything, eventually something's going to get you. Um, Hornet asks, My first Sonic game was Adventure 2 Battle for the GameCube. I only liked levels with Sonic, but none of the other levels. I tried the older Sonic games and didn't like them. It was just that I realized it was just it was then that I realized that I don't like Sonic. I just like going fast. I guess it's not a question. No, that's a good story though. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, the, I recommend the Burnout games. They you yeah. go fast in those games, those are... and it's not Sonic the Hedgehog. I I recommend um, getting spending uh, six years of your life to figure out how to play Super Smash Bros. Melee because you can go very fast. Oh, no. Don't do that. Uh, let's see here. That might wrap it up for my questions over here. How you doing over there? Are we good over there? We're good over okay. here. Fantastic. Uh, then let's take it out with uh, maybe the ultimate question. S5N8K3 asks, are video games drugs? Uh, are video games drugs man dude what isn't a drug exactly video games are the opiate of the masses yeah now that god's dead yeah do do you want to start a a mega church of gaming with me do you just mean a Fortnite clan yeah We're, we're gonna build a really cool church absolutely of course that's gonna do it for the show uh thanks everybody for listening uh do you have the phone number for the the do you want you want some more voicemails we yeah we're gonna number. we're gonna do voicemails for real coming up soon i've been working on a secret project in the meantime uh but yeah if you want to call us 707 exit flu is our phone number okay yeah uh whatever that means on a number pad yeah i think you can just type it into a lot of phones yeah but if you're have keep if you're blind, you know. Uh, yeah, then I don't know. If you're blind, know, you know. I don't know what that has to do with it. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm not. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks for listening. 
we'll be back next week with more of this. This. <laughs> <laughs>